The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. I know, I know, I know you're really ready to start listening to this episode, but this is just a quick reminder to say this episode that you're listening to is a special one because it it was taken from the expand community from our live exclusive weekly shows in the free expand community it is an hour episode every week and you won't find it on my podcast in its full length uh, because it is exclusive to the free community so if you want to listen to this episode and all the other episodes that are in the expand community where we answer questions that any of the members have, see the link below, come and join us, and you can join us live and ask us questions and interact with us live, or you can post questions in the group for you to get our guidance on. Without further ado, let's get into it. Much love. Now I look back at it and I go... If I didn't have those experiences, I wouldn't be who I am today. Yeah. Like I've legit in my body have no resentment whatsoever to any one of those experiences. I have deep gratitude. And that process was a lot about me changing my perspective on the situation. Mm. And the biggest thing is what is like when there is unfairness, I mean, there's two things. One is there's a part of you that's hurt that needs something from this situation. It's like very painful. You know, that that wounded inner child is really upset. And it's never about the situation in the moment. Like if I got treated unfairly as I, if I felt there was any like inequality in my life growing up, it was because I was deeply, I deeply felt that um, in my younger years. And so it's never really about the situation now. If you find unfairness, like Rosella, if you find unfairness at work and in life now, like things aren't happening for you but everyone else is happening, remember um, this will be a a deep-seated feeling that you have from an earlier period where you felt unfairness. And so what I had to do was go back and find out how all those situations have served me somehow in this moment. Mm -hmm. And it was basically looking at it's called benefit stacking is one, one terminology for it. You can stack on the benefits after benefits after benefits after benefits on that thing, on how it's serving you. You mm. will literally transmute it and you will not feel pain from completely. it. You will feel deep gratitude. Completely ro- like reprograms the way that you see it. Yeah. Completely yeah. reprograms your perception around it and it com- becomes from something that was causing you a lot of pain to something that is actually a huge part of like you said, Luca, a huge part of who you are and the reason that you've been able to do some incredible things that you've done. It's like mm-hmm. a fuel for your curation. Mm, yeah. I think. And there's another. Sorry, keep going. I think it's important that we always use hindsight for that purpose when we're feeling stuck, when we're feeling like the world's against us, to always realize that what we're experiencing, we're always. Mm-hmm take us somewhere that we need to go even when we can't Mm -hmm. see it in that moment Mm -hmm. yeah yeah everything is is all rigged in your favor and that's Mm -hmm. ultimately the mindset that i've created over time because of that but for rosella like you know first thing is look at the wounded inner child look where like what really what really you need what you're what you're really feeling like you're missing right now like what's this unfairness showing in you do you feel like you're being 
uh, denied? Do you feel like you're uh, being ignored? Do you feel like you're being rejected? Do you feel like you're not being um, seen? There's all these little things that the wounded inner child really is craving for. It's to feel something in you that you just really needed. Like the three things that that wounded inner child needs is to be heard, to be seen, to be loved. That's it. That soothes a huge void in all of us. A lot of addiction mm. happens because those three voids, that those three things that we don't need, the necessities, are, are creating a huge gaping hole in our soul. And um, we have to come back to, to eventually heal those, patch those holes up, patch those voids up so we're not trying to fill it with all these addictive substances or, you know, addictive personalities or tendencies. People, situations, People. yeah, looking for yeah. something else to make us whole. Seeking validation, like always mm -hmm. looking to get approval, people pleasing. You're always looking yeah. for keep people on the good side of you, so they they love you, they like you. Mm -hmm. You know the, all these behaviors. It's just it's so obvious when you when you see it coming from that wound, and you're like, whoa. Mm -hmm. And I don't say wound is a bad thing. I just say wound as a as a necessary tool for your wisdom to be created, right? Like wound, exactly. Like you turn your wounds into wisdom, and that's mm -hmm. what ultimately finding the benefits will do. Um, there's another thing I wanted to talk about on this is when we look at unfairness in life and we can look at any circumstance this way, I've called it the fielding method, but basically it's a sort of way that I use to process things coming into my field. Look at my field as coming into my life right now. And how could I discern those things to find out how they're serving me mm. and how to use them? So basically how to say, okay, how is this helping me right now? How's this unfairness helping me? And so there's two reasons why I've come to realize is that two reasons why things come into your life. It's, um, sorry. <laughs> there's a itchy eye. My, <laughs> I got an itchy eye. So <laughs> you've got like um, an opportunity. Two things that come into your life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you've got something that you, you basically, it's an opportunity for growth. For this mm -hmm. one, it's like an opportunity to learn. And the other one is cause and effect. So it's karma. It's karmic lessons. So if I look at the opportunity for growth, you've got two things there. It's like uh, you've got alignment and then you've got vibrational. And so if you go down this area and you go, okay, so I've got this thing that's happened to my life, unfairness, and I've got all these questions that I've got in this little template. But basically you've got all these questions. I'll put this in the group actually. It'll be super handy. Yeah, I think that's template. a good idea, especially like for people to actually – bring out why we're talking about this as well so they can kind of go through it while you're speaking about it with their own yeah. kind of I'll, with their own life i'll post the pdf i'll post the pdf in the group that i made like post it maybe and alongside the, the the this show yeah mm. yeah no worries um and then basically if you look at the alignment issue you can say okay well there's unfairness here and if, the, if i was learning something and i've got a heap of questions like what would this be what would this situation of unfairness be doing for me to bring me into alignment with my with myself and so you look and you go shit i'm not speaking up mm. i'm letting people treat me unfairly and that way that's a flip of the script right there and you go shit i'm not being the creator i'm being the victim and a lot of us are doing the victim unconsciously. It's just an unconscious habit when we when we don't we aren't we're aware of our wounds. So then we go, okay, well, what do I need to do to find my voice in this situation? What do I need to do to stand up for myself? Now, the second thing could be vibrational. Vibrational more is like an energy that you've held onto for a long period of time, and that is, well, 
in childhood, I was treated unfairly by my stepfather. That was me. Or I felt like I was treated unfairly at school because I wasn't smart enough. And so now you go work on that little inner child stuff. And so you can do the inner child work for that. Then the other side of it is cause and effect. Just to tap into that one, just to clarify for something for people. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the vibration, you said um, like that's something you can hold on to. So for people who are listening, like, and you're resonating with that, like that is something that you can also let go of, right? So that you're not also always staying in that vibration. There's something that you yeah. can also open up to. So you may have experienced it, like that experience will always kind of be there, but it's not mm. something that you're now living from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's basically level, leveling up the frequency, mm. right? When you exactly. That's what healing is. It's just upgrading mm. your frequency so you're not carrying any old shit. Upgrade. Sorry, I had that Upgrades, like Beyonce baby. song on. I can't remember. It's like, let me upgrade you. You're doing singing lessons now, so you can sing it for us next week. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and then the other side is cause and effect. Cause and effect is very, like, it's karmic, right? And so there's two things with cause and effect. You can either be doing this. This cause and effect is what I do is affecting something, mm. right? And so this could be you're doing this to yourself. So you're treating yourself unfairly and this situation is probably not that. So when you'd say I'm self, like there's somewhere that I'm doing that action to myself. So if I keep going down this path, I'm going to end up like that. And then the Mm -hmm. other one is you're doing this to someone else. And so your action that you're treating someone else unfairly. And so you get to have a good look in your life. Like where am I reciprocating this energy into someone else's field? Because if I put this energy out, then there's a way for it to come back like attracts like and so it doesn't have to be in all four of these areas it could just be one but you sort of follow the sequence to go huh Mm. and i ended up using this process for years to move through stuff really quickly i still use it i'm like yep that's just an opportunity for and it's sort of helped me process things that's come into my field because everything's come to serve me that's my core belief everything Mm. has come to serve me and that's called faith uh, and I hold that dearly. Like that's one of my deep values is faith. And I and I feel like it's something that's so powerful. I know, Emma, you look like mm. faith is huge for you too. That's obviously mm. why we connected, right? Yeah, I mean, it's how we live our lives really. It's the, like you said, the values. And it's mm. the core essence of who we are, I think, and how we want to show up in the world is to just deepen our faith in ourselves. Yeah. I always think like what you're saying there, like using these techniques, like your, what do you call it? Your fielding method, using that way mm-hmm. of, of living and using that way of showing up in your reality and responding to your reality, that deepens your faith in yourself. Mm-hmm. And then through that, deepening your faith in yourself, that deepens your faith in that there's something so much more powerful as well that is within you and part of you and who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a process yeah. of deepening faith like that's again what you said in there that's what healing is it's a process of deepening Mm -hmm. your faith that everything is there to serve you yeah and it's funny because you like look at the you look through when you're looking at unfairness you're looking through the lens of something else Mm. like you're it's 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 your this is like the, the the cool part is when you see things it's like what lens are you looking at it through most of the times you're looking at the lens of a past past self or an idea, a concept, an idea. So you've got to take the veil off, like lift the veil on that illusion Mm -hmm. and say there is actually no one treating me unfairly. They're helping me find myself. They're treating me in a way that helps me find who I am. Mm 
And that's when I look at all my triggers. I go, this is something that's taking me deeper into myself. And when, I, when I'm literally deeper into myself, I'm naturally more inspired. I'm naturally more peaceful. I'm naturally more joyful because you're no longer living a lie. You're no longer living someone else's concepts of who you think you should be. Mm. That's what we really want to do is just fuck all that shit off. Completely. I mean. Live free. It's like the, that's everything that this path is taking us on, freedom and liberation of ourselves, of our true power. Mm-hmm. that's what it is at its core like that's what we want all of these mm-hmm. things that we want to experience right they're like byproducts of the truth and the truth is like being who you actually are at core level and mm-hmm. letting everything else just fall away mm-hmm. letting everything else just die and mm-hmm. being okay with that that it is dying that it is falling away and that's when we talk about letting go surrendering yeah, that's scary as fuck sometimes, <laughs> away. Yeah, like, I mean, I think like letting go for me was something that for years was just not a thing. Like it was, oh, you have, when you have that grip. patterns of control, it's, and I think this kind of goes into that unfairness a little bit as well. It's kind of like you spoke a little bit then about being in that, that victim mentality of like everything is happening to me not through me or for me, but to me. Mm. And when you're looking at life through through that lens, if everything is happening to me, then everything else, everything is unfair to you. And everything's going to like hurt you. Everything's going to affect you. Everything is going to cause you pain Mm -hmm. because the lens that you're looking through is that I'm not supported. Everything's against me. It's working against me. Everything's happening to me. So then everything's Mm. going to feel unfair. Everything's going to feel Mm -hmm. not right because it's not the way that you perceive it should be based Mm -hmm. on that lens of like everything should work for me in the way that I want it to work. Mm -hmm. And that to me comes from that need to control. Yeah. Need to be in control. Yeah. Yeah, And I've seen this through my life, through lots of the things that I went through. It's like I need to be in control. And because I needed to be in control, then everything had to be done my way. And if it wasn't done my way, it was unfair. It wasn't right. Yeah. 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 And when you're looking at life through that lens, then you're not going to see how actually it's supporting you. And Mm. that's what you beautifully said there, Luca, is like it's all there to serve you. It's all there to support you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just hindsight that we can see it, but the more that we can use these techniques to practice learning those things in the moment, the more we don't need two years of a healing process to start looking back on. What was I supposed to learn then? What was I supposed mm. to know then? The more we can bring awareness to the moment of what we're experiencing, the more we can move through things in the moment. Like you said, mm-hmm. you use everything that comes in your field to see how it's serving you in that moment. Mm. And no one's perfect. We're not always going to be able to successfully do this, right? But to be able to bring more awareness to these moments and bring more of ourselves into these moments, like who we are, our power, the more that we can see how life is actually serving us through the experience that we're currently in and that we're currently having there in our reality, the more power we have to shift that experience as well. Yeah. Yeah, totally. 
Yeah, I love that. It's just that shift of perspective. There's um, the thing also is another thing is like the squeeze. Life sometimes gives us a bit of a squeeze because Mm. the same sort of thing as what I was talking about before, but like I find that sometimes life gives us a bit of a squeeze to push us in a new direction. And so the unfairness could be really be that squeeze in life. Like sometimes, and and here's the other aspect, what what you focus on expands. What you focus on expands. And so if I'm focusing on I'm treating unfairly and I'm going to always show up and I'm always going to be looking for that, I'm always going to be looking for that and then it's going to just keep presenting itself to me, it's going to keep presenting itself to me, it's going to be more evident, it's going to be more evident and then you're going to pop. So when I look at things now, I look at, okay, well, what's this serving? How's this serving me? Mm-hmm. What's this, what, why is this squeeze, where is this squeeze taking me? Where am I being guided to? And then I can start to focus more on that I am actually supported and then I'll start to see more of that. The support will expand. Oh, is the universe is really pushing me in this direction or the universe mm-hmm. is calling me to elevate because I set an intention a couple of months ago on a new moon that I wanted to be more in my power or I wanted to get a promotion or I wanted to go into this area of my business. And so all of a sudden the intention doesn't look like the way you intended it to be like, hey, here's your promotion. Instead, this person at work started becoming a bit of a dick and squeezed you and that moment that they became a bit of a dick was actually helping you learn that you needed to take your power back from this person and step into your true power so you could start to bring your power to the situation so the dynamic wasn't off and so now you feel a bit more powerful and then all of a sudden that boss quits Mm. and what happens you get your promotion because your power was too much for that person or something else happened he was just there she was just there just to help you elevate and then you could take the position stuff like that happens so don't look at the squeeze don't look at all this like these issues as they're actually not giving you what you want what you were set intention wise like the last manifestation ceremony you did or you know journaling ceremony you did whatever you set is coming out now like the way it comes is always totally unexpected and that's why like releasing this idea of how and when and all of these concepts really allows it to come in as it's supposed to come in in the most highest way for it to come in and like it's like what you said there like it can seem like something that's going to be super negative we shared some things from both of our stories last week about things that we thought were going to be these really difficult and negative things that actually shifted into something that was more beneficial for us or what we were calling Mm -hmm. in so that's when we are changing our relationship with how we respond to our reality Mm -hmm. it's like not just looking at what we view and not what we see as truth this is what we're experiencing. So that's what is happening. That's the truth of my reality. Like I'm seeing pain. That means everything is in pain. I'm seeing a bad thing happen. That means my life is bad. My life sucks. Like whatever that narrative comes up for you. And then Mm -hmm. trusting more in the energy that we know that things are moving to serve us, that things are helping us, even though we can't see them. The more we trust in that, the more we experience that, the more we see those divine hands of grace coming in in those moments where we think that 
that we're completely stuck, that we have no opportunities, that we have no choices. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like what I was yeah. saying at the beginning. It's like when you focus on the problem, when you focus on the challenge, like as the only thing there, that's the only thing you can see. Mm-hmm. Then you won't yeah. see the opportunities. You won't see the possibilities. You won't see the abundance. Mm-hmm. Being aware of mm-hmm. them, but then also open to say, what is this trying to show me or what else can come in here now to support where I need to go? There's always something there. There was always mm-hmm. be something that's brought in to support you always, even if it's like what you said there, Luca, not how you perceive that to be or not in the way that you want it to be. And I guess mm. that's when ego comes in a lot. Like the ego thinks it knows best. Like the neurotic ego mm. thinks it knows best. It knows the ways in which we should experience life. It knows the ways in which things should come. But what's that based on? Your past experiences. Mm-hmm. So no wonder you keep experiencing the same things or the same patterns because you're living on these past experiences shaping your reality. Mm-hmm. Open to new and open to all possibilities is always allowing new things, new possibilities to come in and serve you in yeah. ways that, yeah, in ways that you can't even imagine yet. I've had some crazy things happen in my life, and I know you have as well, Luca, when you've been mm-hmm. open and you've just been, what have you got for me? But those mm-hmm. things haven't always come easy. They haven't always come in the most comfortable ways, right? Like you said, that's there's always been that squeeze sometimes before them. Yeah, and I feel like it's not that they they're meant to come hard like Mm -hmm. it's meant to be hard it's that your control makes it feel hard because it is the letting it's the inability to let go that of like your concept and i think about this your soul knows your ego wants to know so there's the difference this yeah it's like it's really trying to Mm -hmm. claw for answers but the soul just doesn't give a fuck it's like hey hey man i came down here to play yeah. But so the soul, like that's when you know the ego has been too much in, in like it's it's being ruled from your like your primitive senses, whereas the soul's like from an eternal space. And so when you look at the ego, it really is much of a trying to control and figure things out. But we're, which is important because I think ever, that's like half the picture of who we are. So we need to integrate that with just the spirit as well. And so you don't ever want to know. Like that's the greatest illusion that you like. How? Why would you want to know everything? You would be bored mm. if you knew. You know that you've got this job and you've been doing it for five years. Everyone's like, "Oh, I've got to go to work." Well, I know what to do. Yeah, it's just. And eventually, you're like, "Well, I've got nothing challenging me," and then life just is like on this on this loop. You're on a hamster wheel, and it's just over and over again. Let's keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, something happened. Yep, keep going, keep going. Oh, something happened. It just gets so repetitive and monotonous and boring. It's when not you how live we're supposed in the to live, like I think, I think as our being, like it's not how our beings are supposed to live here. Yeah. What do you mean by that? I like, love. To, I'd I, love to hear more about that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like. On a soul level, we're supposed to experience so many different experiences while we're here. We're not just supposed to be like a robot living on repeat. We're not just supposed to live in one reality within this reality. We're supposed to open ourselves up to experience like all that life wants to work through us. Okay, yeah. You see what I'm saying? 
Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's like I, I definitely feel like there is two aspects to people. One, some people like that life though, and that's mm-hmm. sort of the only thing that I'm like, if because I don't feel like every soul's meant to be awakened, and yeah. like. I sort of felt like for a long time I had to liberate as many people and I had to go do this stuff on like the biggest scale. And mm. then I realized that some of the most woke motherfuckers out there are people living the mundane. But like don't you some think people... that, that, is, that is liberation as well in itself? Like you're, they're still living in a way that's... For sure. That's why is, I sort of don't want to like cast that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I sort of don't want to categorize that like sort of mm. that saying of like if you're living day in day out doing the same thing you're not meant mm. to do that like i don't want to paint that picture but i'm like you can also do it it just depends on what your inner state is mm. do you absolutely love it or are you selling your soul and so the people that absolutely love it then you're in your joy you're in your state you're in your you're in alignment there's nothing else you need to do. Are you a piece of shit to people? Do you treat people like pieces like pieces of shit? Do you hate your job? Do you get there? Are you angry? Are you upset? Do you always find things that are just wrong? You know, is your is your life just a, like feel like it's just everything? Something needs to be wrong in order for you to be like feeling good about it. Then 100% something needs to change. So I feel like not everyone needs to live a spontaneous woke life. I feel like some people just like the goal is love. I've like really reversed out of wokeness lately. Um, and not that woke and I'm not that wokeness or spirituality is a bad thing. I'm a very spiritual person. I'm, and I'm very conscious with as much as I can be, but as the identity of it, I've just been like, Hey, um, I don't need to be this pretentious fucking spiritual person that I was in order for me to, you know, feel like, which is just coming from my part of the ego where I'm like, Hey, I'm better than you because I'm more conscious and aware, or mm. I, um, I'm doing better practices for my body. And I've definitely been in that state or where I've like got to make sure I'm being very righteous as because I've got people that listen to me and people that I influence, you know, when they show up in these podcasts and stuff that I'm, I feel like that I've had to have this righteous responsibility to guide people in the right direction. Um, but I've just got out of that and I, I don't, everything, not everything has to have a, um, a spiritual response or nothing. It has mm. to have a meaning for God, got like a meaning by God or, you know, do you, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Do you see that as like a fear of like being vulnerable, letting your guard down? In what sense? This like need to me, kind of keep up this image of what it is to be spiritual what it is to be woke like is it like this fear to be fully seen and make mistakes and be seen in in that as well like um like me not wanting to be woke or me being woke yeah being so like moving away from that it's like when you were in that when you see yourself when you were when you're speaking from that place was it a fear of like being seen in your pain, being seen in your vulnerability, being seen for who you really were over the kind of masks and identity that you'd built for yourself. For sure. Consciously, Mm. consciously, this is how I saw it. 
consciously I thought that that was who I was because I was a spiritual person. And then okay, yeah. I was like, well, here's the category of spirituality. Mm-hmm. You'd identify and this is sort that. of how you respond if you're like that. And it's like yeah. you can't do this is my perception, not what spirituality says because not everyone does this. This is just my perception that, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do that, you got to do this, you got to do that. And then as I became more aware of that, I realized, hang on, I'm spending all this energy trying to upkeep something that I'm still not. That's a state of being. That's not an identity. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm like, and I witness this through other people, I realize how loving so many people are out there that aren't on this path. And I realize it actually just comes back to love. And when you look at Christ, who I follow, you know, um, in a deep way, outside of religion, I look at his teachings because I admire what he stood for, his values, right? And that's really why I align, you align with someone because of the values. And the values were like compassion and acceptance and love and unity. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to have my voice in your ears. If you didn't quite understand where this episode came from, it was in the free community. We've created a private community called the Expand Community, where we help you expand your heart, mind, and spirit, especially in a world where so many people are awakening. We want to make sure that there is an accessible tool for you and your journey to finding and expanding your true self. Now, if you want to join us in this community where you'll have access to the full episodes uh, on live and replays in our community that are exclusively streamed only into the community, please see the link in the show notes below. And it's really cool because you get to write in questions in the community before we go live and we can actually answer your questions live and if you want to join us live to receive the answers you can too so it's really cool there's a heap of people in there that are all sharing the same vision as you to expand your heart your mind and your spirit to live a life of design not by default so if you want to join again see the link in the show notes and i'd love to see you there much love ladies and gentlemen You are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small 1% that actually listens to this outro.